0: What is going on, guys? This is Gordon, and this is the show where we talk all things fitness, weight loss, health, and wellness, but not just temporarily, permanently. That's right. Welcome to permafit. All right, guys, what's going on? Welcome back. Uh, today I have a super special guest, someone that I've been following for a very long time and I think uh, he was unaware of that until <laughs> just a few <laughs> minutes ago. Uh, but this is my main man Mike Falitz. Uh, I'm gonna let him talk a little bit about what he does and before you <laughs> before you take what he's saying and try to derive some some own story, you know, like some story in your head about, why he's on here in the first place, let me just tell you, this guy has not the fluffy ego here, Mike, but this guy has a, a perspective that is going to be 100% relevant to everything that you are dealing with. If you are in a situation right now where you you just feel stuck, you're on this hamster wheel. And in terms of weight loss, maybe you put it on, drop it, put it on, drop it, or you just keep going through these same cycles, these same patterns over and over and over again, and can't seem to make any progress. And everything we're about to talk about here today is going to apply to that 100%. So anyways, Mike, my man, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you, brother. How are you doing?
1: Oh, dude. Very well, man. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, it's uh, it's exciting to talk to this audience. I've been talking to a lot of entrepreneurs out there and a lot of people who are looking to write a book, but your audience, um, I think it is going to get a lot of value from this talk. Like you said, it's not just about book creation, but why It matters to your life and how it's going to apply to everything that
0: you do going forward. So yeah, let's get into it, man. Let's have some fun. Yeah, cool. Well, so before we do, uh, guys, Mike is a, so he's the owner of of a company called Dream Starters. And Mike, why don't you just take a second and talk? So he he writes books, helps other entrepreneurs, business owners, professionals, people write books, and you're probably thinking, okay, what what the hell does that have to do with fitness and weight <laughs> loss? I promise, like I said, there's parallels here that you guys are going to get massive value out of. So, uh, but just real quick, Mike, what what does that look like? Talk about that for just a sec.
1: Yeah, so I own a company called Dream Starters Publishing. We've uh, put together about 300 and some books uh, since about 2016. Uh, start to finish. Uh, I interview entrepreneurs all over the world, hear their stories, bring their stories to life in a book via a ghostwriting process. If you're not familiar with that phrase, it's actually the uh, the, the recipe for most successful books out there. If you've ever read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, a book that changed my life. Robert Kiyosaki is mm, the fantastic. brand builder, the, the, the person who put it all together. But Sharon Lecter is the writer behind it, the one that brought it to life on the page. So I simplified all that. Created a system where everyday entrepreneurs can get their books done, use it properly, increase their influence, their credibility, and their authority, so they can lead other people uh, to better parts of their life. So, if you have a lesson, if you have a story, we interview you, we bring it to life in a book, and within about a 75-day time frame, you have an Amazon best-selling book that you can use to generate leads and create a tribe. Uh, we work with entrepreneurs, like I said, in taxes and finances and in gym ownership in fitness, in the fitness world. It's amazing. I figured out a way, Gordon, that the most successful, the most driven people out there pay me to teach me what they know. It's amazing, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so that ghostwriting piece, that's, that's really incredible because it's hard to write a book, man, even if you are skilled in something. and I just went through this process so I can kind of speak to this. I'm just putting the fin- the finishing touches on my book. and it's hard, dude. it's it's hard uh, to write a book. But what's cool is everyone who is really working like vigorously at achieving something bigger in their life and they've they've tackled that objective, maybe they've become an expert in fitness or an expert in whatever. They have developed a skill set, but that doesn't actually mean that they can communicate it properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, yeah, that ghostwriting piece. I mean, I, I I didn't realize that for the probably I don't know ten years that I was thinking about personal development and reading those types of books. That holy crap, the 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 author isn't actually the author. <laughs> they aren't actually <laughs> yeah. the person who put the per, the words on the page. Uh, but but it's a
1: muscle. I'm, I'm glad you bring that up. It, that. It's difficult, it's difficult for a reason. It's something that you don't work on day in and day out. Anything that is not something you focus on throughout your every day, you know, habitual process is going to be difficult. And so writers out there will sit in their room and just write. So it becomes pretty easy for them to write 1500 words in a day or even a couple hours. But for the average person out there, it's difficult. So I want to make it easy for them to outsource their weaknesses. I've always said, you know, you need to outsource your weaknesses so you can focus on your and it doesn't need to be revenue producing activities, but whatever yields the greatest returns for you. Robert Kiyosaki focused on his brand. He could not sit down and write a book, so he outsourced it to Sharon Lecter. If you think about all the most successful, they are always going to outsource their weaknesses so they can play to their strengths. That way, your brain doesn't have to get choppy focusing on things that doesn't really serve you. So that's why even if it's in the fitness world or whether it's in business, it doesn't matter. I think you need to focus on your strengths, outsource your weaknesses so you can become the person you're meant to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Guys, if you've ever read a, a very, very popular fitness book or wellness book or weight loss book or any sort of transformation book, 99% chance, guys, the, the author didn't actually write the book. Bingo. Okay, so it's just a little, little pop there for you, a little eye-opening thing like, <laughs> oh, wow, okay, cool. But the the messaging, the philosophy, the foundation was all from their head and from their experience. That's the important thing to remember. Um, so Mike, look, man. Um Books aside, let's talk about fitness because I know it's something that's important to you too, right? Absolutely. So anyone who has uh, has been following you for any amount of time, maybe checked in on your Instagram, whatever, they have seen like your gym pictures, you know, pictures of you working out, things like that. Obviously, it's something you take very seriously. Now, that's not your career. That's not your passion per se. Uh, but what I've seen in high performers is that they take their body and their health and their, their fitness and their conditioning very seriously, which is something obviously you do too. So in your experience, man, all of the, 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 the time, the energy that you've spent on that, on your body, on your health, what do you see, man? Cause you work with so many people too. Like, how do you see the parallels between that And people who build other amazing things in their life, such as a business or uh, an empire per se, or a team or something, or even like a a strong career within another company or something like that. Like what, what are the parallels that you see?
1: Oh, it's obvious. I, I believe that the body is a reflection of the mind. And if you are able to see how a person lives, where they focus their time, what's important to them and eat, what they eat, who they hang around, you'll notice that there are certain trends with everything. And the people who take care of their body are the ones who are clear-minded usually, are the ones who are driven. They have the energy. They have some type of vibe. They they, they attract a certain type of person to their life. Uh, I would say that even once you start to articulate your life in a book, you'll be able to figure out where your weaknesses are at. So whenever people start working with me i'll see a transformation that their mind becomes a little bit more clear they become very focused on where they're going in life they put the picture in perspective and then they start taking care of their body more so i've seen that happen a lot of people come to me and they already have it all put together but usually when you clear up the mind you clear up the body and maybe vice versa too so the most successful the happiest, the ones who have the right lifestyles, the the, the dream lives, if you will. They have they have the energy, they have that youthful feeling, uh, they have the money and they have that clarity uh with everything they do. There is something to be said about how they take care of their body. It matters to them. And if you meet someone who's sloppy or just doesn't care about how they look or how they present themselves to the world, it does say something about them down the road, maybe not right away, but how they may treat you, you know, if their body's not that important to them, maybe you will not be that important to them. If something were to come up, it does even say that maybe they give into their temptations a little easier than most. So body to me is a symbol of the mind. Um, I look at it. It's not, it's not the end all be all to everything, but it is sort of a, a, a breadcrumb. Uh, and since I've known a lot of successful people, the ones who I look up to, they have it all. They have the money. They have the freedom. They have the ability to articulate their message very well. They have the body as it when it comes to um, their overall fitness. You know, I think you have to model your heroes. And if you say to yourself, man, I want to be fit, and I want to be in great shape, and you surround yourself with people who are doing that exact same thing, it's just going to rub off on you. I get around circles that are all multimillionaires. That philosophy rubs off on you. And if your body is not in great shape, chances are the people around you, maybe, maybe they're not taking care of their body either. So uh, I, your body is potentially a reflection of your mind, but also who you're hanging around and what you're feeding uh, yourself uh, with the, the, the right information and the actual food itself. So yeah, it's a big takeaway. When I see someone who takes care of their body, it's a great sign. Like, Hey, I kind of want you in my life. In some aspects, you obviously take care of yourself and, uh, you know, people who take care of their body, maybe will take care of their business also.
0: Oh, so good. <laughs> so good. I mean, you, you hit on a couple of key points here. These are things that I teach my clients all the time too. Uh, the, the one that really jumped out to me there is proximity, like your, your, your circle, right? So yes. we're, you know, we're all, uh, most of our audience, because I I say this all the time, and I know you're you're definitely going to, to understand this, but the you know the Jim Rohn approach, the Jim <laughs> Rohn perspective, right? You got it. The, the five people you're around the most are the ones that are going to influence you the most, right? So that circle is so 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 important. And dude, <laughs> it it is something that is so sneaky that people don't even realize that it's happening. And like the way I see it, and the way our the way our clients typically end up in their, their situation before they start working with us is they slowly, gradually over time, bring people into their life, whether it's voluntary or not, who have completely different values and things that they want for oh. themselves. And it rubs off in a bad way, a negative way, you know, like that old friend from college who is a hundred pounds overweight and you don't want to cut them out of your life necessarily. Cause you've been friends for so long, but being around them just introduces that toxicity and it, and it slowly corrodes you and corrupts you into like making changes that aren't in alignment with where you wanna go. Uh, so, you know, for me, when I first started, so I used to be morbidly obese. I don't know how much of that you know, but I used to be morbidly obese and, you know, we didn't get into it, but wow, uh, this was a long time ago. So was 2008, I lost an uncle to obesity literally died and had a heart attack, died instantly. And it's directly tied to him being obese. So this is something that's kind of near and dear to me. But what I realized in 2008, 2009, that time frame was that my whole circle was full of people who were feeding that story in my head. And the, the chain that I always teach my clients too is, okay, so your thoughts and your beliefs drive what they drive your actions and your actions drive your routines and your routines drive your habits. And it's just as hard to break a good habit as it is to break a bad habit. But if your thoughts and your beliefs are being influenced by all these external things, people and, and the way they talk and the way they treat themselves, uh, it's going to corrupt everything from, from the top down. Um, (laughs) and that, and that's just proximity again. So I see this, and I'm curious of your thoughts too, man. I see this as not just a fitness and health thing too, or or just a fitness and health thing. I see this as every area of life. Mm -hmm. You know, if you put the right people around you that have done the thing you want to do, or something similar or bigger, then you're going to have no choice but to be influenced by that. Absolutely. So you, like, what? I just, I'm, I'm genuinely curious. If you go back in time, like maybe, I don't know, 10 years or so, how did you develop from where you were then to where you are now in terms of your proximity, in terms of that circle? Oh,
1: wow. Yeah. If there was one thing that I can pinpoint that was the differentiator from failure to success, it was the people I surrounded myself with by far uh, and before i forget this i want to tell you that i th- i think what was the when you were speaking it made me think of be the example first before you actually see the results in the people around you whatever you want whoever you want to hang around you have to be that type of person first if you want if you want to be around a bunch of givers you have to be a giver first if mm-hmm. you want to be surrounded or attracted Uh, By like, or if you want to have other people find you attractive, you have to look at yourself as attractive. You have to be the example first, and then the people around you will start to pop up. So my proximity to wealth, success, driven uh, individuals started to evolve most likely right around 2017, 2018. My struggle, my deepest, darkest moments are right around that period. And I I equate it to uh, me going into the dungeon and figuring out my shadow. Are you familiar with a Carl Jung? Are you do you know who Carl Jung is? A Swiss psychologist. No. Talks about the uh, if you want to hear what this means is the every human being has their own has the shadow inside of them, and that means it's there's something inside of you that society tried to push out and try to bury deep down and and try to keep inside of you and never expose to the world. And only in your darkest moments, only whenever you hit ground zero moments where people actually, you know, plunge upwards and, and all of a sudden make these big shifts in their life, they have to confront, wrestle, and control their shadow. And this is basically represented in the movie Fight Club, where men are so dumbed down by society and they lose all this uh drive to be great. And they just are like in this wheel of life and they don't know what to do because society's like compressed their shadow. Only whenever they go into the deepest darkest moments of their life they're able to expose it, control it, wrestle it and control it in a way that gets them to the next level of their life. and that's when they feel free and powerful. So 2000, 2000, 2017, 2018, I confronted my shadow. I started to know who I was all the way and that's once I knew who I was, that's when I knew who I wanted to be around. So it made me very clear on which masterminds I wanted to join, which groups I wanted to be a part of, who I wanted to surround myself with. Were they patriots? Were they people who were just get along individuals? Were they docile people? Were they driven, hungry entrepreneurs? Were they people who are, you know, uh, ones who put their beliefs out on social media? I was very clear on who I wanted to surround myself with after I knew who I was. I think you have to know who you are deep down inside before you have the very clear answer on who you want in your life. Once I had that, I was able to make all these adjustments and meet the most incredible people. And and it's amazing. Like always attracts like. And these people would, would, would obviously know that I was one of them because I wasn't wearing any masks. I wasn't full of shit. Since I was one of them all the way, They accepted me into their groups and opened up doors that I could have never opened up on my own. So I think you got to know yourself. You have to know who you want in your life. And then you can't break away from it because the people out there who are valuable individuals, they want to be around other committed, like-minded, driven people just like themselves. You will be tested every once in a while. You can't break from that. If it gets a little hard, you have to stay at it, and make sure that, that you're going to be there every step of the way. You can't give up whenever things get a little bit uh, difficult to, to you know, when it comes to political stuff to post online. You have to be the same person every step of the way, and nothing's going to take you off that path. Once you show that to enough people, then they invite you into their game. Jordan Peterson has this amazing phrase, in order to be successful in anything, in anything, you need to be uh, one that wins a lot of games. But in order to win lots of games, you need to be invited to play lots of games. So reverse engineer someone who is invited to play lots of games. Are you committed? Are you likable? Are you a person who follows through on things that they actually say? You need to be invited to play lots of games. And once you do that, that's when the true proximity to power will change.
0: Oh man, okay, <laughs> this is good stuff. All right, so guys, <laughs> listening, I wanna I wanna extrapolate some of that and 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 try to make it even more um, digestible. Uh, which, by the way, everything you said, I 100% agree with. So how how did we end up here in the first place? Okay, if you are listening to this and you are you've been stuck carrying around those extra 70 or 80 pounds for 20 years, okay? That's obviously something you want to change. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this, and I commend you for that, okay? That's the first part of the process is just acknowledging that, okay, enough is enough. I'm trying, I need to make this decision to make this change, okay? Cool. So how do I do that? Well, most people, and maybe you listening to this right now, are going to be thinking, okay, I just need to know how to work out and how to eat. The problem is that's actually not what that's a tool. That's a tactic. That's a, that's a, you know, that's like going, I need to build a house and then trying to figure out what kind of nails you need. All right. Well, that's not really the most important thing right now. Most important thing is actually getting clear on how we got here in the first place, because we're trying to reverse something that's been in place for 20 years. And absolutely one of the contributing factors is going to be your proximity. It's going to be who you spend time with that got you here. Because mm. I can guarantee you, you did not put on 70, 80, 90, hundred pounds of, of excess weight by hanging around people who are very goal-oriented, very driven, very fit, very lean, take their body and their health seriously. Otherwise you wouldn't be where you're at. And that's a tough pill to swallow for some people. And so once I can now, a lot of times when I say that, Mike, uh, no one wants to hear it. Mm-hmm. Right? They're like, well, no, it's not, you know, those people didn't make me this way. And that's true, but their energy did and their influence did, and their decision making did. Okay. It influenced you enough <laughs> to make decisions that are probably out of alignment of where you want to go. So It has to be done, right? We have to change this proximity. We have to change who we spend time with. And in order to do that, I love what you said here, and I'm gonna tie this back in. You have to be a little delusional first. You have to set that example first, okay? So even if, and I definitely want your opinion on this because I'm gonna word it a little differently. Uh, Even if you are 70, 80, 90, 100 pounds overweight right now, And you want to lose that and you want to get, let's just say, I don't know, you're 300 pounds and you want to be 200 pounds. Okay, cool. Even if it's been 20 years since you've been 200 pounds, you have to get a little delusional here for a second and express to the universe, project to the universe, say out loud, maybe write down or at least believe in your head that it is going to happen, that you will get there that you will do that, that it will happen, that it's right around the corner, it's coming to you. It's 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 a, it's a not a nice to have, it's not a maybe someday, it's a, yeah, this is happening. So that conviction has to be there. And I, I'm convinced at this point, having been doing this for so long, that if you are unable to do that in your own mind, then you're going to sit there and just pound against this like brick wall over and over and over again, looking for the best diet or the best exercise program, or the best whatever, instead of actually breaking down the, the the infrastructure that's been in place for so long that got you here in the first place. So, my question for you, man, is um, looking to make that change. Do you like? Do you believe in what I just said that you need to? You need to almost like tell yourself that you are this thing yet or you are this thing already, even though you're not there yet. And, and how delusional that may seem like, do you, do you agree with that? Or do you not agree with that?
1: Oh, absolutely. It's all, it's all built around your vision. You have to have vision. You have to have a belief in something that nobody else can see at this moment right now. When I meet with my clients, the first question I ask him every time when the book is done, how do you see yourself using this book? Now, I I ask this because I kind of know the answer, but I want to get their mind thinking, wow, I'm going to be up on stage. I'm going to be with this person. I'm going to generate more money. And that question, that Socratic method that is presented to them, I don't have the answer for them. They only have the answer. So you have to look in the mirror and say, when this transformation is complete, what will I look like? How will I feel? Who will I surround myself with? Who will be attracted to me? So you put your mind there, and that's the state you have to hang on to. You have that state with you every step of the way. Now, it's basically exciting to see that transformation complete. It's the hero's journey. No matter where you're at, nobody's ever perfect. You always should have this test in front of you. And if you can make the test fun and have this sense of play as you're becoming that person, then it's exciting to stay on that journey. It's exciting to get on the treadmill. It's exciting to take pictures of yourself and videos because it's not about where you're at right now. Where you're at right now does not matter at all. It's about the vision. Once the book is done, or once you have that perfect body, what are you gonna do with your life then? And you talk about your proximity. You wanna raise your standards? Get around people that are doing something great and if they're in great shape their standards when it comes to their fitness are very high if your standards are not high when it comes to your fitness or with your mind or what you're reading or what you're you know saying to yourself on a day-to-day basis if their stand if your standards are not high you're going to slip and you're going to slip into those crevices that you don't want to be in you know your what you're saying to yourself matters more than anything else another phrase from jordan peterson he says you know just stop doing things that make you f- feel weak stop saying things that make you feel weak to yourself and if you do that enough times you become a whole new person and so if you tell yourself when you're looking in the mirror I'm just not going to become that ideal weight I'm not gonna finish I don't I don't think I'm gonna hit the 150 pounds like I want to hit the moment you say that it becomes a software program that just runs over and over and over and that becomes your identity but if you can flip the switch and say, I'm going to be 150 pounds. I'm going to be amazing. I'm going to feel better. I'm going to look better than ever before. Nobody else can see it. You can't even see it yet. You can see it in your mind, but you can't see it in the mirror. And I think the people who are the most successful in anything will always follow what they see two years, five years, 10 years in front of them. They're seeing something, they're seeing a direction that other people can't see. And if you can find the fuel and the motivation to just keep that going with a sense of play, with the right people around you saying the right things to yourself for enough time, you're going to get there.
0: Are you a fan of, um, Dr. Joe Dispenza?
1: Absolutely. Your (laughs) mind can control everything, man. Absolutely.
0: Oh yeah. You know, it's funny. I actually resisted Joe Dispenza for a very long time. Wow. This is, this is a while back. This is years ago. But when I first was in, so I wasn't ready. I just wasn't ready at the time, man. That's really what it was. I wasn't ready for that level, that, that awareness. (laughs) Um, but one of the things that he repeats all the time, uh, and my clients have a mixed, mixed, uh, response to him. Some of them aren't ready. A lot of times they're not ready. Like they, even though we're going through the process of unlocking their mind and unlocking how they view themselves in the present and in the future and the life that they really want to achieve and the reality they really want to achieve, they're still resistant to it. And I know, and I'm sure you know that when someone's resistant to that, it's because they're, they're stuck in old, old past, like the old past uh, past. Right. So like, and like Joe Dispenza always says like your brain, and this is so true. Your brain is a record of the past. That's all it is. Yep. Your brain's a record of the past, so every time you wake up, guys, if you're listening to this, pay attention, okay? Because I can guarantee Mike uh, and 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 myself and a lot of the people we run with in our circles uh, understand this, okay? Your brain is a record of the past, so every single time when you wake up and you immediately start thinking about what you have to do that day. And you start feeling an emotion around that thing, the bill you have to pay, the person you have to talk to, the the whatever, all you're doing is responding to something that happened in the past. That could have been yesterday, could have been a week ago, could have been a month ago, could have been 10 years ago. Okay. But these are things in the past. And if you're just doing all of this over and over and over and over and over again, and you're unable to detach from that and instead get creative about what you actually want and you create an emotion based on something that hasn't happened yet that you want to happen that's the only way you actually gain any momentum and actually gain any trajectory towards your towards your goals i mean that that that's that's really it and i can tell you mike and i'm sure you you know this like no one achieves a long-term transformation with their body loses the weight and keeps it off year after year after year after year after year no one does that by continuing to live in any kind of past it just does not happen it's not about the diet man <laughs> it's not about the workouts it's about having that vision and holding on to that and not just repeating the same like the same bullshit over and over and over and over again does that make sense at all when i say that
1: yeah well that falls in line with the state of uh you know state of abundance and the state of uh scarcity if oh, yeah. if you are we talked about this before we hit the record button but those in a state of lack will never attract, okay? So just imagine if you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you're not at your ideal weight and you're trying to get out of that rut, if you can somehow break that pattern of thinking you're not enough and then automatically assuming, man, I have everything I have. I want right here, right now. I would like to be in a little bit better shape. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have that sense of gratitude and thank God I'm alive and thank God I'm breathing. I have everything i need right now if you have everything you need now you have the motivation to say well i'm not chasing anything i'm not saying if i get the point b from where i'm at right now then then i'll be happy i'm happy right now your energy changes your want to stay on the path changes the food you crave will change hey i'm happy with everything i have right now this is a mind shift this is something that comes with reprogramming your brain from all the negativity that came your way, what people said to you in the past, if you somehow can change it and say, I have exactly what I need and I'm supposed to be right here, I'm going to transform into my next best version of myself. I'm going to chase my hero, if you will. It doesn't mean that you don't have everything. It means that I'm going to go through certain things in life and become an elevated version of who I am now the journey is going to be exciting. I can't wait to become that person. I can't wait to learn more information because that that journey never ends. But if you are in a state of abundance right here, right now, the people in your life will change. If you are no longer in that scarcity mindset, money is going to start to come your way a lot easier. Women, have, as a guy, when you chase women, you push them away. When you Mm -hmm. chase something that you truly want, you drive it away further. Money's the same way. If I'm desperate on a sales call or or trying to sell anything, I'm never going to get that sale because the person can sense it. I believe human beings are way smarter at their subconscious level than people even know. So they can sense everything, whether they realize it or not. I mean, that's, that's the truth. So I think that if you are... In a state of abundance and have the gratitude, you are going to attract a certain type of person, but you're going to look at yourself, you're going to have the right self-esteem to want to stay on the journey. Because if you're in a state of lack your whole time, you're always saying, I don't have enough, I don't have the energy, I don't have the one, I don't have the drive, I don't have the right DNA. You are automatically pushing away everything you want because you are desperate for it. Hmm. And those in a state of abundance attract everything they want. So shift the mindset. And I'm telling you, your circle is going to change. Your finances are going to change and your body's going to change. Dude, it's so good. And,
0: and it happens without you having to go looking for it. Right. You don't right. need to go find the how once you position your mind that way, it comes to you. That's what abundance is all about, man. Uh, I know you get that, but that is very difficult for many people to, it's not even that it's difficult for them to, to wrap their head around. It's they don't want to they're just so focused on the tactic, right? How, what can you, and, and all of this stuff that we're talking about, no one can give it to you.
1: Well, it's scary to realize that everything in your life is because of you, you know, you might not have delivered it all, but you're responsible for how you react to everything. So it's scary. What you said is like, a lot of people don't want to acknowledge the fact that, they can control it all. They can control how they respond, what they eat, what time they wake up. It's scary to realize that you are in total control, good or bad, of your life. It reminds me of this story from Plato. Are you a Plato fan, a Socrates mm, yeah, Plato fan? Yeah, yeah. The Allegory of the Cave. Uh, there's, if you guys are not familiar with this, it's about these four individuals. It's like 2,500 years ago this thing was written. Four, years, uh, four individuals were locked in a cave and they were locked with their necks changed so they can only see one wall their whole life growing up. And one of them, one of the prisoners broke away and he was able to realize that, you know, the things that they were watching their whole lives, it was just like these shadows, people in the back from the outside of the cave were signaling things on the the wall and their whole lives, they thought it was like different animals and it was like real, like their whole lives, everything they were thinking was one thing, When he escaped the cave, he was able to see what life was really all about, what freedom really was, that there was sunlight and his eyes were blinded because of all the pain. And he was able to move around. He felt all this pain, but he was able to see all the the water and all the animals for real, what they were, what they really were. He runs back down into the cave and the prisoners that were still stuck there, he tries to tell them, hey, all of this is so much more beautiful outside. You need to leave. And they kept thinking, well, we have security here. We have comfort here. And what you're telling us sounds scary. And, and what you're telling us is that there are animals outside with the sun. Our whole lives, this is the animals. This We're seeing the shadows. This is what's real. And, and, and these people became angry at the free prisoner because he was trying to wake them up. You can't wake up anybody unless they want to be awake themselves. And that's when the prisoner was left the cave and went about his life, accepting the fact that there are individuals locked up in caves all over the world right now, thinking one thing, when they can be the one who sets themselves free. You can start to see the world in a different way. You can start to believe different things about yourself. You can look at yourself and say, I'm not just this person. I can be a best-selling author, a speaker, a motivator, a brand builder, a gym owner. You can become someone Different, and you can become free. And it starts with the mind. The thing is, you said it, I think, in the very beginning of this podcast nobody can ever do it for you. You are the only one that can unlock those chains to escape the cave.
0: I have no words, man. <laughs> no, that, was, that was beautifully articulated. You're 100% right, man. 100% right. Uh, it, now, a lot of our audience are, are moms. And teachers, nurses, uh, educators of different types, caretakers of different types. And, you know, they're, they're in this, pl- this place where they're, they're right there, right? They just need to make that jump into what we're talking about here. They just need to change their mindset just enough to build that momentum. And what a lot of you listening may or may not realize right now is that. Any of your relationships with your kids, with your spouse, with your coworkers, with your patients, with your clients, with your neighbors, with your siblings, whatever, all of them, every single one, all of those things are going to be a, a function of how you talk to yourself and how you carry yourself and, and, and what you, what level of reality you want to, to actually expose yourself to. So like Mike's talking about the allegory of the cave here, right? So one person decided that I want to actually know it all. I want to actually see it all. I want to experience it all. I want to experience real reality, not the reality that I'm kind of convincing myself is real in my own head. Right. Um, but that requires, that requires the willingness to want to actually break free from that. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, especially here in the United States, we have, uh, kind of a sad state of things in terms of how health is set up and how, uh, fitness is, is perceived. And we've got magazine covers with obese women saying, this is healthy. This is beautiful. And I've done like live streams on that and in, in our free groups and stuff. And, you know, it gets mixed responses, but the reality is there's nothing healthy about being obese. There's nothing healthy about that. And uh, you know, just, you just gotta be in a, gotta be in a, in a position in your own mind where you're willing to accept that, you know, what, maybe everything that I was told up to this point actually doesn't serve me. <laughs> and maybe there is a reality out there that I need to go experience. And, um, and only then guys is, is, are you going to actually unlock, you know, what we're talking about here and really move into that next state? I love but,
1: that. Yeah. What if, and, and this is the, this is this goes takes me back to 2016, 2017. What if so much that you were taught your whole life is not serving you, but maybe not even real? What if you're building your whole life off of a lie? What if there are certain things that people said about you, you accepted, but they are accepted based off of a lie? You're living a lie at this moment, which means if you're living a lie, now you can start to live the truth. You can shake all that out And now you can accept real information, you can start to filter out the garbage, you can start to sense who's telling the truth who's not who in your life is actually rooting for you. How do you know if there's a real friend in your life, when you start to win and get what you want. Do they clap for you, or do they try to deter you from doing more so you'll notice all this once you start to accept the truth and you bring up a very good point. Uh, Society and different media companies and certain uh, marketing campaigns. They don't have your best interest in at heart. So it's time for you to evaluate who does have your best interest. And I would say that you have your best interest. So instincts, gut instinct, the gut is faster than the brain. No doubt about it. If you can increase your gut instincts then you can speed up
0: success in your life. That's oh, so true. <laughs> it's so true. Um, look, I promised, man, I'd have you off here before two o'clock. So um, you know, we can, we can wrap this up here, but this is, this is so good guys. Look at the bottom line is this, I mean, there's so many different levels here that we could have gone to. Um, I think Mike, we should, we should definitely connect again. We
1: should do sure. another episode, man. Yeah. We could go deeper and deeper for, for this type of stuff, man. You, just even talking about the other of the Cape, we could talk for four hours on that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, it's so true guys. Uh, but listen, I'll, I'll just kind of, I'll ramp it up with a ramp it down with this. Um, my dog just popped in to say, I see that. Yeah. He he wants to be on the show. That's Zeus. Yeah. Got excited. Uh, but when it comes to transformation of any kind, guys, it's going to always start with how you talk to yourself, how you carry yourself, what you think and believe to be true and making the decision or not making the decision to actually achieve what you want. Okay. It's going to always become a function of those things in your own mind. Right. And and just so you know cuz we have a lot of entrepreneurs who listen to this too a lot of women business owners like really really badass women they haven't cracked the code on their health and fitness yet uh that is all we're that's all we're saying needs to change right now is is to kind of shift focus away from like oh i want to get the new peloton or i want to get the new whatever and instead think about how you're thinking think about how you're believing your your current state and how you got here and why we're here in the first place and 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 really connect to to why you want to change in the first place. So I guarantee there's a reason. And once you can identify those things, then the rest of it, like we talked about this whole world of abundance thing, right? The rest of it just flows to you, right? You find the right coach if that's what you need. You find the right, uh, the right, the right mic, you know, someone like to help you write that book to reach more leads. If it's from a business perspective, whatever, those things flow to you. They enter your world and then they're there for you to capitalize on. They will come to you. <laughs> they will, right? It's like um. I forget how the expression goes, but when the student is ready, the, the teacher will find them or whatever it is. Absolutely. Right? Um, it's the same thing, right? Same exact thing. So um, no, this is awesome, man. So let's definitely do this again. Um, Zeus is very excited. Zeus is
1: somewhere. hanging up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, I love
1: dogs. So uh, yeah, man, if you want to bring Zeus on next time, no worries. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> yeah. He's here, but uh, all right, my man, I will let you go. Thank you so much. This was awesome, brother. And yeah, um, I guess. uh, Do you have anything else that you'd like to share with the audience before we ramp this down? Well,
1: I would say that, um, you know, articulate your life as much as you possibly can. Write down where you were, write down where you're at right now, write down where you are going. And the more you become aware of, of the games you need to play, the person you need to become, to become that dream vision of yourself, then It's going to make life so much easier. And life is a series of games. You're not going to win every single game, but you will, if you put yourself in a position to be invited to play lots of games, you will win lots of games. And last but not least, I mean, the moniker that you need associated with your name, become known for something. If you can become known as a finisher, as a person who takes care of their family, takes care of their body, their mind, person who's always feeding their mind with the right personal development stuff, or whatever it is, become known for something. And then people are going to look at you in a whole different way. So uh, once you have that moniker associated with your name, it's going to make your decisions a lot easier. It's going to make the market's decisions a lot easier about you.
0: So good, man. You got away with words, you know that? Thank you very much. (laughs) All right, thanks, no, man.
1: man. Hey, had a great time. Thank you. And uh, thanks, Zeus.
0: Thanks for having me on, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> says bye. <laughs> All right, Mike, I'll talk to you soon, brother. Thanks again. Man. Thank you. Okay,